when it comes to being a solopreneur, it's so important to be clear on your why. Because you want to know why you're in business to begin with. All too often when coaches and creatives get started, they want to do everything right away, which just ends up creating chaos and confusion, both in business and in attracting clients. Today on the podcast, I'm chatting with my own personal business coach, marketing guru, Stephanie Edwards, about stepping into that leadership role in your business. Well, the strategy is great, but if we don't work on the mindset too, you're not going to be able to step into the leadership energy that you need to actually direct and be clear about where you're going with your business and how you're going to expand that from there. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey there, welcome to the Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp. I am your host, and I'm really excited to share this particular episode with you because I know that it's going to help so many of you in your entrepreneurial journey. And I have grown in my own business so much over the past few years, and I've really come to realize the importance of having a clear vision so that I can take ownership in my business and also in my life. Now, I've talked about this over the past few weeks on the podcast, but this past spring, I joined a mastermind by Chris and Lori Harder called Fast Foundations. And honestly, it's been one of the best experiences I've ever had cultivating community, being in this container of amazing entrepreneurs. And I made several intentions at the beginning. One of them was to launch a brand new coaching program that was really designed to help coaches, creatives truly step into their confidence and make a bigger impact with their message. And I was hoping to actually launch that by the end of the six months, but I was able to launch it within the first three months, which was amazing. So currently eight incredible women are taking part and experiencing massive shifts in their mindset around what is possible for them in business. And I attribute the fact that I was able to do that because of the mastermind that I am a part of. Now, another intention that I had was to cultivate community within the mastermind. And I was fortunate to connect with a young, beautiful entrepreneur named Stephanie Edwards, and she's a business coach, and we started working together. Now, she has been super instrumental at helping me craft my offer and my messaging for this particular group program. So all of this is the beauty of collaboration. You see, Stephanie truly helped me step into becoming a leader in my business. And now I have more clarity than I've ever had before about what's possible for me within my business and my programs and what I offer my clients. So I decided I was going to ask Stephanie to be a guest on the podcast because she has so much value to offer. So make sure that you have something to take some notes today because there are going to be some really key elements that you're going to want to make sure that you have and start implementing in your business right now. Welcome, Stephanie, to the Courage Cast. Thank you. I'm excited to chat with you. You know, um, I have just been watching your journey and um, seeing how you are growing in your own confidence and stepping out as a leader in your business. Mm -hmm. And 
that is something that you really help other women do as well. Other entrepreneurs, solopreneurs is really take confident steps in their business and start leading from the front instead of from the back. (laughs) So I'd love for you just to tell us a little bit about who you are and like what it is that you're doing right now in the world to help people. Yes. So I call all of that that you just described owning it. Like, you know, like it's the bringing in that sports energy, like own it, (laughs) like claim it for yourself. Yeah. And because you have to own it on so many different levels when you're launching a business, because you come from being an employee and having, like, I was a stellar employee. I'm I'm just going to own that. Like, (laughs) and I did it inside of businesses for 18 years before I stepped out on my own. And I was like, but then I, I, I was floundering because I was caught up in comparison syndrome and I'm not like so-and-so and so-and-so was this great, amazing, like $40 million earner on a podcast I was listening to. And that's who my comparison level was to. And I was like, oh, surely nobody's going to hire me. And I was just all caught up in this, even though I was doing it and had all the evidence of it in businesses for years. And I wanted to step into helping solo entrepreneurs. So then I start working with them. That's going well. But then I started to notice no matter how many strategies we came out, no matter how much I worked with them on the system, some of them who had already kind of built up and a you know platform and had that, they could keep going. But the the true newbies, there were so much resistance. There was so much hesitation and fear that could come up because that's a vulnerable energy from when you are inside of a company as the employee. And like, they're the face, they're the representation. You just are the plug and play to all of a sudden all the attentions on you and you have to step into owning that. And when you can own that first and really believe that's possible, then you can start to see the other things fall into place. So I get people who are like, I want the strategy. Well, the strategy is great, but if we don't work on the mindset too, you're not going to be able to step into the leadership energy that you need to actually direct and be clear about where you're going with your business and how you're going to expand that from there. So I think it's three things. I think it's marketing. I think it's mindset and it's leadership. And it's those three things that you have to embody and become to really like step out and do that on your own. You know, when I left, well, I wasn't in corporate, I was a teacher, and then I was a pastor, Mm -hmm. but neither of those were like really helping me to run a business. Mm -hmm. Now they're both very much leadership focused. So I knew how to be, be a leader within those contexts, but I had no idea how to run a business as Mm -hmm. a solopreneur when I became a coach. So for a really, really long time, I had stepped out of this place where I felt confident And I felt like I knew what I was doing, but then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm way in over my head here. I have no idea what to do or how to promote myself, how to market myself, how to step into, like you said, this Mm -hmm. leadership role where I'm taking center stage. Yes. And, And I think that so many women, so many... Uh, solopreneurs, that's how they're, you know, they're like, I wasn't the, the boss before, like I was the employee. So what is it that you, um, 
what is it that you do with solopreneurs to actually help them to move that forward? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of talking because yeah. <laughs> that's the beauty of what coaching is, but also like helping you as a solo entrepreneur to establish your framework and framework is like, just like think about building a house or any kind of project. Like you lay the foundation and then you put up the solid walls and you know, all the other things that come with it. Yeah. You don't start by trying to put it on the roof. And I find people like when I come to talk to them in their business, they're not only trying to put on the roof, they're trying to accessorize and decorate the house. And we're like, we got to go back and we got to lay that solid foundation and get really secure about the direction that you're going, why you're going there. So you attach that because we all have it. And especially as women, we not only have ups and down days, but we have cycles that impact our yeah. emotional well-being and the way that we think about things. And I can flip and switches in my mind without even having any control over that. And if I don't attach to that, why, if I'm not super confident in the direction that I'm going, then I could end up floundering for a day or multiple days at a time and doubting, doubting and being lost in confusion and decisiveness and all the things that I need to actually keep moving forward in my business. And so that's why to me, it's about putting the structure in place and I really try and strive with my clients to get that and get, so they feel it's amazing because it feels like a burden is coming off of you because you're doing so much all on your own. Yeah. And you're usually starting as a sole proprietor. It's just you. And so that burden can feel heavy when you have that structure, it eases and it cleans up your schedule and it just makes all the decisions you have to make that much more focused. And that's where it's really big help. I find that there is resistance to structure and maybe you felt that like coming from a school system or organization, like a church, <laughs> like and in corporate, like there's yeah. tons of structure and the bigger the business, there's more red tape. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are like, no, I got out on my own because I want freedom. I want to be able to make my own choices. I don't structure sounds well, yeah. but it's the opposite of that. It really is the freedom that you're looking for. You know, you are, exactly like hitting the nail on the head because that is how I felt when I started my business. I'm like, I did want that freedom. I wanted freedom to be able to work from home from, from the beach. Um, yes. I wanted the freedom to like go kayaking and then come and record <laughs> a podcast, which I am doing, but I neglected the structure at first, but even more importantly, I think what happened was is that I didn't have a clear vision. And so when I would get to work, I was not sure what to do all the time. So I would yeah. be like, I'm like pulling from here and from here and from here. And I'm trying to think of like, okay, well, what do I need to get done today? And I would have really no clear direction to go in. And, and I remember people saying, well, like what it is, what is it that you're working on? Like, what is mm -hmm. it? Do you, and I'm like, I have no idea from mm -hmm. week to week to month to month what it is that I need to be working on in order to move this in the right direction. Because I knew I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to coach. I knew I wanted clients. I knew all I wanted all these things, but I had no idea like, okay, well, how do I see a vision for down the road and then stay aligned with it by actually outworking it with tangible things? Yeah. And that's something that you help women with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you've helped me personally 
Mm -hmm. with my offer. And I think that even when I came to you, it was one of those times where I was like, okay, here's all the the brain dump. (laughs) And I I remember, you know, sitting on the call with you and, and saying, okay, here's all the things that I want. And I, I didn't even know how to put them into any kind of sequential order. And you helped me to like actually piece together what is it that I really was going to do and the offer that I was going to make and how I was really going to help people because I had this like idea in my head but I had no idea how to outwork it so Mm kind of like just walk us through a little bit about how does that work for people like how can you help them craft something that they can use um, with their own clients yes so that's the fun part of I mean, that's all fun. It's all, and it's all relative. What you think is fun, right? But I am an idea generator. I have been a marketing strategist inside of companies for you know almost two decades, mm-hmm. and so I can see and I know the constructs of pulling all this together. And that's why when I I get on calls and I just get to hear a client pour out whatever's going on in their heart, whatever in their mind, like what they have the vision for their business. Mm-hmm then I can help you attach to that. And so, okay, I don't have like a particular structure that I'm giving you for that. Like I'm doing that with you because that's a part of my super strength, but it's the beautiful part that you get to understand the steps in which you're going to take because we're not going there yet until you're clear on the business that you're trying to create. Mm, Okay. Tell me more. So like right now I'm in the middle of doing a challenge, which is a mini version of the mastermind I put on. And so the first place we start always Mm -hmm. is you need to be abundantly clear on the vision you have for your business. Okay. And because if you come and you're trying to explain your business and it's like, blah, 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 blah. And it's all, and it's going in different directions and you keep, and it's a little bit of this and it might be kind of like that. And I also want to do this. (laughs) You see, that's where that heaviness is coming because now you're not knowing directly how to put all these pieces together, how they all work. And a lot of times they don't all work together. And the beauty of our entrepreneurial mind is we are the ones who come up with amazing ideas. Yeah. Like we are the ones who help to shift and change the world because we come up with the new big ideas, but that's also, we have to be aware of that because we can come up with so many big ideas (laughs) that then it's, we're just chasing the ideas instead Mm -hmm. of honing in. And I speak entirely from personal experience because I mean, I just called myself the idea generator. That's what I do really well. (laughs) So you imagine now I'm my own client and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And I'm just all over the place until I got like, okay, no, I got to make one commitment, stay with this, execute, bring it all together. And then down the line, I can add in other things. It's just staying focused and getting your focus where it needs to be. So start with your vision. Start with getting clear on what you want. Mm -hmm. Set clear expectations for what that's going to look like for you. And that's the the fundamental of starting your framework and going to setting up your offer. Know clearly how you're going to tell people that you're in business, what you have available, how they can work with you. Don't make it complicated. I have a client who has like, I'm not kidding you. She has about 20 different ways (laughs) that you could buy into this package to work with her and all the incremental links and it's too much. I'm so confused. 
you got to simplify it and make it easier. You know, and as you're saying that, Stephanie, it's so true because I find for myself, like I'm right now, I'm looking to uh, add someone to a team to become a team. Basically, um, I do have someone who does my podcast for me, but um, I don't have someone who works with me on a weekly basis on some of the things. But, you know, if you're not really clear about what you're doing, then no one else is going to be clear about how to help you with right. what you're doing. And and I've I found that to be so true because I'm like, well, how can I grow and delegate off so that I can be working in my zone of genius if I can't really state a clear vision of what it is I'm doing and where I'm going and how that person's helping me to to do that and grow them in the process because obviously if a person wants to work with you then they also want to you know be growing and expanding themselves and I think that's you know something that we neglect often we think well we're just going to take you know all of the uh, responsibilities on ourselves and we're going to do everything because it needs to be done this way. It needs to be done perfectly. I can't afford it. I can't, mm. you know, so let's talk about that just a little bit because that is something you, you mentioned in your challenges, like really understanding your vision so that you can bring people alongside you. Mm -hmm. Yes. I call it attaching to your vision. Make, and I, I once again, I, I, I get where everybody's yeah. coming from because this has been me. Yeah. I'm, I'm going all out and telling you, in all honesty, I had four different assistants, virtual assistants, and I blamed each of them for the problem. The, and before I was like, oh, maybe it's me, <laughs> right? Common and, denominator. <laughs> <laughs> because people are not you. They don't know your big vision. They don't know the dream and they need that clearly spoken to them. Yeah, then they yeah. need to know clearly what their job role is. And they need to know clearly the benefit that's going to come from that. People want to feel, I mean, think about anything that you ever do in life, whether that's doing sit-ups and knowing it's going to yield you abs, or it's, you know, doing an activity and knowing the benefit it's going to give you, you want something in return. It's cause and effect. Mm -hmm. We don't like to just do, 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 and never see any results out of that. And so here I was, I toss out an idea and then I toss out another idea and they would just like do things. And, but then I wasn't come to fruition with anything mm -hmm. or they didn't understand the purpose and how I could see these elements coming together. And in my mind, I was like, it's okay. It just takes time. They didn't get that. They want to see the reward and the result of what they were doing and have clarity on why they're doing things. And so I had a um, one that I lasted with a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And when I asked him for feedback, he was like, you know, it'd be great to see some of these come like to fruition. Like, and I was like, what does that mean? Like, I really had to unpack that and see. Yeah. And to get abundantly clear, because I would hire people and just be like, okay, you got the skill, go do it. They still need to know how they're going to plug and play into what you have going on, what your business is and the, the intention for what you have there. And so that was a big shift. And so the clearer you are about your vision and your structure, your when you take the time to do that, your business will tell you who you need to hire. So that's another good example is if you're coming to the idea and you're like, okay, I would like to hire somebody, but I don't know what role, mm -hmm. what, what position I really need. Cause maybe it's, 
No, that means your structure is not there yet because your vision and structure coming together is going to clearly tell you what that next position is. And then you outline that position. You are abundantly like thorough in mapping that out before you then start to put feelers out. When you get a job description from me now, <laughs> like if you're interested in one of the positions that I have, yeah. it's a document. It's a big thing because I tell you my vision. I tell you my clear expectation. I tell you my core values for what it's going to be like to work with me um, and what I'm expecting of you as a person. We're not even talking job roles yet. We're just talking like who you need to be to show up here. Yeah. And then I describe the position and I've thought through the different activities and how am I going to track them and know their success? Because so many times you look at bringing somebody on and you're like, I can't afford it yet. Well, what if it's like that person was opening the door to make you more money? And that's the thing. That's the thing. I think there's like two things that I want to like circle back to. The first one is, is that you're right. In order for you to really be doing the thing that you've been like called to do, compelled to do, Mm -hmm. you have to be doing it. And if you're doing all the little piddly ass stuff, as my mom uses that word, um, you know, then you're not actually working in your zone of genius. You are doing things because you have to run your own social media and you have to do all, you know, your own email and blah, 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 blah. And, and I have been as guilty as anybody else in this and being like, well, I can do it. So I might as well not hire it out. But I've started to realize I'm like, yeah, but what is it keeping me from? Like Mm -hmm. if I had someone doing that, what could I be doing that would actually be making a bigger impact where I want to be making an impact. I think that's yeah. the, th- the first thing. The second thing that I wanted to even circle back on was, you know, talking about the links that, that your one client has. That it's like, you know, you have this way to work with me and this way. And I'm like, that actually stressed me out thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm like, number one, as someone who has my own coaching business, I don't want to have to manage 50,000 different links. Mm. And when, you know, what's going here and what's going there and how is this email sequence going and blah, 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 blah. So what is the benefits of like really streamlining? Like so that if someone's saying, okay, well, what step do I need to take or how can I actually start to streamline this so I can really lead this thing forward and get some momentum? Mm -hmm. Just think about the freedom it's going to give your mind to not have to like hold all these ideas in your head all the time. Yeah. What if you could just get really super confident about telling people your one offer Mm. and that freaks so many people out and I get it because I've been there, but when you have one offer to get really solid about and like set your income goal, maybe you say, I'm going to have one offer until I hit a hundred thousand dollars or whatever it is. Yeah. But you stick with it. You come so strong with it. As you're doing that, you're going to see other ways that you're like, oh, so glad I didn't do that other thing. Or you're going to see, oh, I should have a secondary offer like on the back end for people who can't afford this or people who want the next level of this. And and I've taken clients both ways, right? You need a lower level for entry level people. And now that you've gotten in this space, we can add that in. Or you need to take these people and they want still love you, like take them to the next level. And but starting with that core offer gives you something. It's it's just like in analytics, like you get the data, the numbers to know which ad is working and which one is not. 
And then you turn off all the others. Like you got to hone in on that offer and be really clear on that. And then your marketing attaches to that. So, you know, my background's in marketing, marketing strategy. I love it. I love it. But can you imagine trying to market 20 different offers and go in all these different directions? And that's exactly because like, and you know what, as when I started working with you um, and we started crafting the offer for the group program for what? <laughs> you are taking part in now and what we're actually hosting this conversation in today, uh, which is called the confidence accelerator. It, I got clear, super clear on what it is that I wanted to do within the accelerator itself by talking through it with you. Mm -hmm. And then it was interesting because now I'm able to see like you're, you're, you're mentioning, okay, you know what? There are going to be people who are not ready for this yet. Right. So what can I offer them that would get them ready to be in this container? Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be people in this container that are like, I loved this. This was amazing. What else can we do? And yes. I have to then be like, okay, well, what do I take you to now? Uh -huh. And like, I think that's a beauty. And I, that's why I'm loving like, working with you because I'm starting to see like, oh, okay, but I just needed to get really, really clear on this one thing and build it out the way I, I want to build it so that mm -hmm. I can see what can I add below? What can I add above? Mm -hmm. And it's not like, you know, people aren't, you know, good enough for different things. It's just like, no, where are you in the journey? Yes. And if I'm taking you along in your own confidence journey to step out into your own power, into your own confidence as a coach to really shift your mindset to, to make changes in your life and impact people, Mm -hmm. There's going to be different places along the journey. Maybe you're just getting into business and you're like, I have no idea what to do with this. Or maybe you're like, I'm feeling stuck. Or maybe you're like, no, I'm moving forward, but like I need to get into different rooms and I need to be more visible. And so I'm like, I'm trying to think of like how, so you've got like my juices flowing. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so amped to think of the possibilities of like using the offer when I have a very, very, very clear vision mm -hmm. of what it is that I really know I'm supposed to be doing. And yes. I think that's the beauty of like the mastermind that you are, you're going to be launching here very, very soon. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? And then um, before you go, how people can actually connect with you on that specifically. Mm. And the mastermind is fun to me because it came out of doing private coaching, you yeah. know, so running private coaching and seeing that like, and just staying solid. So I've been running and working with clients for three years now, just like one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one with their solo business. And so see, I stayed with my offer and I was consistent with it before I was like, okay, maybe I will pivot. And there's a whole reason why and bringing that in. And so even with you, like bringing back to, um, can we dive into yours for just a second? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So you have now um, six weeks, right? Yeah. I'm sure I'm saying correctly. Your six-week program, and that's your base. That's your core offer. Yeah. And so, and then we've talked about like, okay, what can we take out of this and do as a buildup to get people there? 
And so that's where we start thinking marketing. So it's not that um, you're even having to have a secondary offer just yet. You're still holding on and perfecting that first offer. But now we're going to take a tiny piece of that to splinter off to create your marketing strategy. And so um, Andrea and I have been working on building out like a mini video series that people can opt in and go through and it teaches them what they need to know and like helps them mentally prepare to be ready to join into her program. Yes. And it's the perfect fit. It's that. And so it's delivering amazing free value, putting that out into the world without you having to do everything because it's also going to be automated, which see when you have the plan, now you can start to see, all right, what, what is the best way for me to put effort in around my offer? Where does my offer keep going from there? Where's my marketing? I see so many people who just do marketing the way somebody else is doing marketing and just pick up girl. I don't know. <laughs> just give you the <laughs> that is, I'm like so guilty of that. Sorry. <laughs> but I've seen it over and over yeah. and it's, there's so many ways to do it. And yeah. so I jumped on a call with somebody last week. It was a consult and she was saying, okay, here's where I'm at with my business. And I hate social media. Like she said the words, I hate social media. I don't even do it on a personal level. She finishes telling me about her business. And the first question out of her mouth Mm -hmm. is, okay, now tell me how to do Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why, why would I ever do that? Like, why do you want to take on Instagram? You just told me you hated it. Yeah. And I met with somebody one time and they were frustrated because they had to do Facebook live. I was like, why are you panicking about Facebook live? Tell me why. I just want to know. I'm curious. And she's like, because so-and-so and and -and so-and-so built their businesses, Facebook live. Like, okay, I've been doing marketing for 20 years for businesses. (laughs) It wasn't until like the last five years that Facebook live even existed. How did we grow to all this level beforehand? And she was like, oh, you're right. But see, we get attached sometimes. And that's why if you bring it back to your vision, you have the clarity, you can make better decisions for your business that are going to move you forward faster. Mm-hmm. And that's the point of the mastermind is just to help you to get there, give you the clarity, get out of your own brain, because it's, I can't think of what that quote is, but it's like the brain that caused the problem can't also solve the problem or something like that. Like we're, we have the own thoughts in our head. So let's have somebody else give us a clean filter to show us back, help us to get some clarity, help us to take action faster. That's the point of the mastermind is just having that support system to come around you. Um, not so much holding your hand, but giving you that push and the guidance, the help of getting there and doing it in a 90 day incubator. I'm huge about giving my clients 90 day goals, Mm -hmm. one goal, one offer, one marketing strategy, all in for 90 days. Me too. I love 90 days. 90 days is like my favorite, like increment. Um, you know, I want to say this and add to what you're talking about the mastermind because, and about, um, even really about holding that space for yourself and that energy for yourself, because if you're looking for, and I can say this in coaching in any way, but if you're looking for someone to give you uh, the exact thing to do, you will do that and you will be sorely disappointed because it is not energetically aligned to Mm -hmm. you. And so it's like, if you're looking to say, okay, well, I'm going to watch somebody's reel and then I'm going to copy and do a reel like that. 
it is going to not land because Mm -hmm. that person has done it because that's their personality. That's the way they show up on social media. My reels are vastly different than your reels. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm not silly and goofy and I couldn't like put on a wig and have fun and be really like, like super fun. Like yours are super fun. <laughs> Mine are feel like a little bit like more chill, walking in the woods, showing the water. And I remember when I first started doing reels, I started and I was like trying to do what everybody's doing, like point here, point there, point there. And, yeah. I, was like, and I was, I would walk. <laughs> Honest to God, I was watching those. I like, please stop pointing. I was like, and then I'm like, I can't stop watching your reel of you pointing at things. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And I have done them. Okay. Like, I think we're all guilty of that. Full disclosure. (laughs) But here's the thing. I was like, I hated it. And it w- it didn't feel like me. And yeah. it felt like I was like, well, what do I do? And I had to like really sit with that and go like, okay, I'm not going to throw reels out just because I'm just not attached to that of yeah. what other people are doing. So I have to find something that feels more like me and, and own that. And yeah. I think I'm using that as an example because I think that's really what it means to own your own vision and own you know so like you come from the standpoint of like let's let's take your vision and let's like run with it and like let's streamline it and I come from the the point of view of like well okay what are the blocks and the mindsets that Mm -hmm. you have the narratives that you've been living out of before you get to this place where you're going to now take your vision yeah run with it so it's kind of like we piggyback on each other a little bit yes you know some of the things that we do um but i just wanted to put that out there because i feel like someone who's listening to the podcast right now is like you know well what do i do with just like the little thing Mm. you know just really stay in your own energy with it and in your own vision and don't try and copy everybody else but if you're ready like to tackle it and to like hit it head on, then you wanna you wanna talk to Stephanie and you wanna like start moving this bad boy forward. I see your cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because my dog's in the crate right now and she's like itching to get out. Now your cat, so all, all the animals yeah, the, are the coming. The kid ain't done enough. <laughs> jumping in here. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> oh my gosh, so cute. How old is it? How's your kitten? I have no idea. <laughs> I can barely keep up with my kids' age. I don't know. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, Okay, so how do people connect with you? Um, Yeah, so you can reach out to me on Instagram. So check out those crazy reels that (laughs) Drew was mentioning. I love them. Uh, It's at marketing with Steph, S T E F. Yeah. And then you can also go to This Is Leadership School, which is the name of my business, thisisleadershipschool.com. Yeah. Get information on there. And under, it's called freebies or resources, whatever that page is called, I have some options and things that you can go through and learn and um, just dive into and have fun with it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. I'm going to put all of your information in the show notes Mm -hmm. and I highly, highly recommend working with Stephanie. Um, She has been like just brilliant at holding space for me and helping me pull things out. So I like, she's like high on my endorsement list (laughs) if you want, if you're ready to move forward. So thank you for being on the courage cast to Stephanie. 
I want to thank Stephanie for being a guest on the Courage Cast. It was just such a really great conversation. So empowering. And one of the things that I'm going to be taking away from me is that it's not always just about the strategy. It's also about the mindset. And if we're going to truly step into that leadership energy, then we need to be clear about where we're going in our business. And that affects so many areas of our life as well. And then when we know how to step into that leadership energy and embody that in its fullness, that is when we can expand from there. So thank you, Stephanie, for being on the Courage Cast. And I want to thank you for joining us and make sure that you screenshot this episode, tag us and let us know that you listened and maybe a key takeaway that you had from our conversation. And if we haven't already connected, you can find me over on Instagram at at Andrea Crisp Coach or at the dot Courage Cast. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.